know them sounds, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, snap. It's a historic Guess day here in Michigan. Guess what day it is. Ooh, Guess boy. what day it is. December 6th, 2018. It's history. Day number one of, Ameri- <laughs> of weed legalized in Recreational Detroit, weed is legal Detroit, in Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> That's why I got, well, I should say Michigan versus everybody in this one, but Detroit yep. versus everybody in this situation. Historic day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast episode, are we on 15? 10, 5, 15. 15. It's, we're getting to a point where I'm going to start forgetting the numbers when we intro these things. Our podcast <laughs> has just entered high school, bro. It just it, it just entered high school. It did. Yes. And uh, get it's permit this year. It'll start driving with its parents and stuff. So oh, like, that's pretty yeah. cool, too. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's learning, but, um, uh, learning uh, algebra this year. <laughs> so what kind of beer do you get for us today, my friend? So over from actually a brewery I'd never really heard of them or not too familiar with. We got the Fifth Voyage Coconut Porter over from our friend at Cranker's Brewery out in Big Rapids, Michigan. Nice. Yeah. I've honestly I've never heard of them. I've never heard of this beer. It's a uh yeah, coconut porter. So it's always coconut got that heavier. Porter, that sounds interesting. Yeah. That sounds kind of tasty. You know, I feel like coconut and like the stout porter family kind of go hand in hand just because they both have like that really like heavy like taste to it. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. I can't get over that one we had last week with the jalapenos in it. I forget the what jalapenos. That was. No man, that, that was so good. Uh, or the habanero or whatever. So we, we're violating uh beer protocol here today just because we forgot to bring pint glasses. Yeah, so, so we're, we're gonna drink out the bottle, which is a big no-no. In fact, I'm probably gonna get criticized by somebody later. But oh, and yeah. before we even start uh, with the all of that, I just want to say thank you to Nick Small, who you just saw in the video hey, a minute ago. Hey, Nick Small over here. He's uh, helping us out with engineering Woo! this episode. And, <laughs> and a big shout out and thank you to Plymouth Rock Recording Company. That's where we're at. We're back in here. This is Nick's brand new studio room. He's a. Uh, we want to say oh, congratulations yeah, to him some, too uh, because he's the new manager. Let's get so, some. Nick, you can actually. To yeah. you. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Nick, you yeah, can actually yeah. take that camera if you want to show it, show him around real quick. Yeah, show him. Take show it off him. the computer, bro. Yeah, you just yeah. pull it right off. Yeah, pull it right off. Show him the studio yeah. room. So show him what's up. We got a big old space here. Hey, looks <laughs> <laughs> crazy on there. Facebook Marketplace, a couple of nice people. If you guys get queasy, I'm gonna apologize because the camera's moving around a little bit there. But hey, your bottle opener while he's sending. Oh yeah, while we're doing that, yeah. And while we pour up and toast our beers, since we were talking about Nick, we're going to intro this week's episode with a little live version of their At Casual song, A Lot to Say. If you don't know At Casual, or you do know At Casual if you listen to our podcast because we talk about them all the time. It's Nick's band. So um, here is A Lot to Say. I hope you enjoy it. Hey. Or At Casually if you don't. (laughs) Ah. drinking tunes already. That's really sick. I didn't even know that. 
You send this lift you right? Fat royalties right there, my friend. It still counts, it still lift, yeah. Let's give him like a minute of this to get into the groove a little bit. Who do you think you are? Who am I to let it go this far? Can't do a live, nope. I'm aware of what you think I can't do no spoilers. You know Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo or uh, who's, the, who's the kid that plays Spider-Man? That's spoiled of Kennedy War. I forgot his name. Tom Holland. Uh, Alright ladies and gentlemen, that's a little bit of At Casual A Lot To Say recorded live at Music Town Detroit. If you enjoy that, you can stream it on all the, uh, so, or on the streaming sites. I'm listening to it off Tidal right now. Yeah, Tidal, uh, Spotify, Apple, all the, the whole shebang of Speaking of title, you know, Jay-Z's birthday was uh, just passed a couple days ago. Yeah, dude, happy December birthday 4th. to Hove. Yeah. 49, man. Isn't that crazy to think that Hove has been... I think Reasonable Doubt came out in 1996. That was his first or his debut album. Right, yeah. And he's still like one of the top tier acts in hip-hop fucking 20 years later. That's crazy, man. That's like... That says a lot to uh, the caliber of MC and businessman and everything that man. that Hove is. So happy birthday to Jay Z. I mean, just think about like his contribution to hip hop in general, man. It's, it's crazy, astounding, and the people he found, dude. Think mm. about that. It's nuts, dude. Like, and and then like his the other half of his life is Beyonce, which is like Jesus. arguably like the most powerful female in music right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. It probably is. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. But um. Before we get into the um, something old, something new segment, you told me that you went to see the Astro World experience last night, Travis Scott. And yeah. I wanted to know about that shit because it looked from your your little Instagram stories were crazy. Straight man. up, <laughs> like all the fucking, it's the, lit. The production looked absolutely nuts. Yeah. So, so what was that all about? <laughs> Did you like it, dude? So it was fucking sick. So, like, there's there's no way to put it. So he has like the roller coasters and stuff on stage. Like he he actually allowed fans to go on uh like the Ferris wheel thing they had, and he did like the loop de loop, which is what Tommy Louis Tommy Lee's suing him yeah, for. But yeah. that's a whole different story. Yeah. Hashtag Bitter fuck Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Yep. but no, the, his energy and everything like that is insane. And I think he had uh Shaq West and Trippy Red open for him. Oh, that's cool. Which there are isn't Trippy Red on a song on that album, or maybe I made that up. On Astroworld? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe I made that up. I don't think so. I know Sheck has like a, well, he has a shout out. I don't think he's on the album mm, either. Right on. He was on shout out on Sickle Mode. Sheck West is that really, it's got that like kind of obnoxious song. Yeah, I don't know if that one's for me or not, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool for him. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it was fun. How did he sound live? Bro, Travis Scott is awesome live. Yeah. Like, I would happily go see it again. Just the, his visuals and everything like that is just real trippy. Yeah. Like it really was. Like it, he had like this whole like light show type thing going on for a minute and the roller coasters combined with how he cuz he had two different stages mm -hmm. on his uh on the show. Oh, oh really? So, yeah, so he had like a mini stage and then he had like like with the Ferris wheel and stuff on it. Mm -hmm. He had like a bigger one of all the rest of That's all crazy. of it, everything like that. And just how he transported between the stages was kind of sick. It was like it was like one portal was in the bottom of the one stage and then he got into that and then some visuals happened and he ended up on the next mm -hmm. like on the opposite side of the stage. It's really sick how he did it. That's crazy. That makes me wonder how he even makes money off that tour being the fact that like that production is probably Well, the merch expensive. is all like Forty dollars overpriced and what yeah, it would I'm be sure. online. And probably. tickets are expensive too, but still, uh, like, there's think about like the safety people you got to pay because you got that roller coaster thing, so you got to have people. Oh on god, that's a lot of liability stuff. Paramedics, yeah, EMTs, all that shit. 
I mean, that's crazy. He's got a lot of endorsements though. So I mean, oh, Travis Scott's sure. something. I mean, he's doing all right. On top of that, he's also married to a billionaire. So they're not married. They, <laughs> baby mama, baby mama. They're getting there though. Chris, if Chris Jenner sees about it, damn near is going to get done. Yep, yep. That's crazy. Good for Travis Scott. Oh, yeah, sweet. man. But yeah, it was a sick show. Well, how's everything else in your week going? You have a good week? Uh, pretty good, man. I actually started brew. Oh, I got. Uh, so I bought my first brew kit. Which was awesome. Uh, I'm actually gonna if those familiar with you know my music with "Be Careful, Be Safe." There's a song called "White Russian Mano." We played it last um, week. Actually, we I'm, did. We I had to apologize about that last week because our audio was great. It was the last one recorded at our house, at my house, and the audio was great on the whole episode except for when you at the very end and the "White Russian Mano" got super feedback. Of course, and it shit. did. So we'll, we'll revisit that song again on this podcast, but yeah, that's fine. We don't Proceed. have to. But what I, was the name of your beer? You said so. The beer is gonna be a White Russian Stout, mm-hmm. White Russian Imperial Stout, actually. Nice. And I'm gonna call it the White Russian Mano. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way to go. <laughs> you should do like a whole like um, after you get that one, in, like do like a whole "Be careful, be safe" line. Like name one beer after each song. I'm gonna do that. What I'm gonna take one beer off each project I do, like off oh, my next, off my next project. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want it to be like too frequent because nice. be careful, be safe is just you know the start of stuff. Nice, stuff, so. Nick. Do you mind if I? Do you want me to tell uh, talk about the release date of your song, or you want to keep that under wraps? Yeah. Oh snap! Our boy Nick Small here, in case you didn't know, is recording a solo album outside of At Casual, and he's been working on this the lead single, which is called Fancy Baskets. And he told us today that he is releasing that next Thursday. With the music video. With the music video. So you guys get audio and video all in one day. And I've heard it before, and I can attest to the fact that it's a great fucking song. That's the video we saw already, right? Yep, the video is dope. And yeah, and shout out to Mark Mark Simano, who who did the video. I was lucky enough to be there for the first day, or one of the days of shooting where they were getting started. Um, The green screen shoot, yep. And... He made like a. Re- I don't even want to give away what the video is about, but it lo- it turned out beautiful. It looks really beautiful. So shout out to Mark um, and Nick, man. I can't wait to hear the song. I can't wait for the rest of the people to hear the song. So next week, baby, we, we're actually we're gonna play it on the podcast next week too. So it'll uh, you guys will get a chance to hear it on the podcast live. But um, so anything else you want to talk about before we get into the music shit? Are we going something old, something new already? Something old, something new to start off the segment. Um, All right. I think I got everything covered this week. So yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll start with something old. So something what do you got? Old. Well, to keep the Travis Scott theme going up, today I, while I was uh, getting my brew kit ready, I decided to put on Days Before Rodeo. Just Which, to, I don't even know that out. Oh, is that, Days, is that, is that his Travis Scott? Yeah, Travis okay, Scott, Days okay. Before Rodeo. See, I'm, I'm a little bit new to Travis Scott, so... Forgive yeah. me. So, so David, I mean, it came out like four or five years ago. So, it, that's it, it made me really think, like, damn, Travis Scott has been around a long time. Like, yeah. it really, like, it really doesn't, you really don't think about it that much. Mm. But yeah, he really has been around for a minute. You know what? Now that I think about it, I may have heard it and just not known what the uh, album was called. Is that the one where he's like, it's before he started using auto tune and he's like rapping, rapping on there? He was like, auto tuning a little bit on that. Was he auto tuning yeah. a little bit I on I think there? that's, a, that's just his thing. Sean Davey, shout out Sean, um, he showed me some Travis Scott tunes a couple years back. When we were hanging out a lot, when we were neighbors, um, where he's just like rap, you like, you wouldn't if someone didn't tell you, you wouldn't know it's Travis Scott because he's not using any effects on his voice, like and he's rapping, rapping. You're like, oh shit, I kind of wish he would do a little bit more of this because he can really rap his ass off. He really can. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's sweet. You know what? I'll have to go back and revisit that album. No, that it, it had a song with the 1975 and Big Sean on it. Really? Yeah. Speaking Which of the 1975, that apparently, had they have come a great, apparently it's really great. Like it, I haven't really like, got into them in a while. It's already on a bunch. Of, so a bunch of the public, uh, like the publications, released their top of 2018 album list, right. and that's on there. And that dropped 
I was on like complexes. It was on like Rolling Stones. That dropped or like last like, week. Dropped like two days. Or yeah, last week. Yeah, last week. Last Friday. That's pretty great. So that's pretty cool for them. Um, speaking of which, dude, I just started getting my my top fifty list in order for when we do that's our year end review. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! I'm at seventy three right now. I didn't realize I listened to that. I'm many only on like twenty. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I got my top five. I can just name right now, but like, yeah, I got. I still gotta wait for a couple more albums to come out. That's so for mine. Yeah. For my something old this week, I'm going way back. Drum roll, please. Yeah, I'm going way back. We're taking it all the way back to uh, 1958 uh, to an album called Blues Walk Blues by Walk. a man named Lou Donaldson. Lou Donaldson. He's gonna have his music lightly playing in the background because it's real smooth like that. Um, Lou Donaldson, if you're unfamiliar with him. Is a jazz saxophone player, and it's this is considered his like undisputed masterpiece, according to I don't know what Wikipedia says and other art publications of him. Um, there's not a lot written about it because obviously it's so old, but it's just like a real smooth jazz album. It's got like a, re- a lot of great instrumentation. No, it doesn't go crazy like it doesn't get like when Miles, you know, the Miles Davis era where he goes like it's going nuts if and it sounds like twenty fucking horns. It's just great. So. This one's real smooth, and um, I really enjoyed it. You can hear it, obviously, in the background playing, and um, it's definitely worth checking out if you're into the jazz type of music. Um, I dig it. So, yeah, so that's what I, I got for actually myself. I listened to a lot of, like, uh, I told you I went to that vinyl shop a couple weeks ago. I picked yeah. up, like, a Herbie Hancock CD. Dude, Herbie Hancock That's been, like, so my hard. default, like, Headhunters, is that music. what you got? Headhunters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headhunters is so that. dope. That's so great. I got to see we, um, me... So Jazz Fest in Detroit every happens in Detroit every year, and it's free for those of you listening that haven't been. It's one of the best jazz concerts. It's in, free ninety nine. Amazing. And uh, a couple years ago, we were lucky enough to see Herbie Hancock play there, and um, he had Terrace Martin playing alto sax with him, and like a bunch of jazz cats were there that I, I'm really into, um, that are in like the modern scene as well, like uh, like Kamazi Washington Kamazi and Miles Mosley and all these dudes, all these West Coast get down dudes. But, um, yeah, so that's a little bit of Blues Walk. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't heard it. I dig it. All right, for your something new album, what you got? War War Three, Wheeler Walker Jr. Dude, oh, oh man, let me pull it up man. so I can play lightly I in the love... background. Dude, so, Wheeler Walker Jr. is hilarious. Redneck shit was my introduction to Wheeler Walker Jr., first of all. And I don't even, like, I, I, it's a known fact I really don't fuck with country like that. I'm no, starting to get into it. However, Wheeler Walker Jr., is a whole different level of just everything. Like he takes like that comedy aspect and just fucking. I mean, explodes, dude. Just off. Killer guys- Mike endorsed him too. This is kind of funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's been, I've seen him on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple of times. Just to give you a little taste, of, I'm not. I'm not actually playing anything. Well, I think it's playing a little bit right now. But I'll just read off some of these song titles to you off the new album because it's fucking hilarious. Track one, save some titty milk for me. That's the opening track. Track two, I like smoking pot a lot. I love Track that song. Track three, even when. Track four, fuck you with the lights on. Track five, I sucked another dick last night. Track six, <laughs> <laughs> still, still ain't sick of fucking you. Track seven, all the pussy. Yeah, so that, no, honestly, that's my favorite song of the album. All the pussy you would slay because yeah, it's, it's actually such like a heartwarming song. Like a but song? the lyrics are so like just <laughs> dirty. He's like writing. A, it's like a, a song, song to, to his, his son. son. <laughs> it's a song to his son about you are gonna get so much ass when you get older. Because <laughs> that's the type of dad I want to be. Yeah, that's <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Wheeler Walker Jr. is a really funny guy. I don't listen to country music either, but I'll listen to parody uh, I will, music all I will bump <laughs> Wheeler Walker Jr. every day if I could. I can, We actually. listened to it a little bit in our house last week. Bro, I, um, I was bumping uh, yesterday. I was, uh, I was like smoking pot a lot, actually, on the way here. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I like that <laughs> one. Um, and then, like, did, uh, did you hear his older albums? Like Red no, Nick, that's, that's the Red first thing ne- Go back to Redneck to. shit when you get a chance. Yeah. That's actually that was my introduction to him, and it's fucking hilarious. It's a song called uh, "Eating Pussy, Kicking Ass." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for I guess when it goes to mine, then I'm going to go a totally different direction. We're going back to the hip hop world of things, and I'm going with "Streams of Thought" Volume Two by Black Thought and Salam Remy. Um, okay, I'll get a little bit of that playing up while we're talking about it. Turn it up a tiny bit here. Um, so if you're unfamiliar with this concept that Black Thought has going on right now, he is doing these little small volumes. They're like the first volume one was with Ninth Wonder. So it's like him, Black Thought, and a specific producer for each project. The volume one was him and Ninth Wonder, and that was like a five-song EP or collection, whatever you want to call it. And then he came back with this new one. This one has nine, I think it has nine songs on it. Yeah, nine songs on it. Um, and he used Salam Remy. So it seems like he's going through the ringer of all the best producers. So I'd like to see him continue that and like go with like Large Professor and uh, Pete Rock and uh, some other guys. All, all the New York cats would be sweet to get those ones. Oh, DJ Premier. Oh, it'd be sick if he did a DJ Premier one. Oh, that'd be amazing. But, um, I mean, if it's most of it is just bars. Like, Black Thought doesn't really fuck around with choruses too much. Like, there's two tracks on this whole thing that have choruses. Um, but the rest of it is just, like, you got to, like, really be in the mood. It's best to listen to this album with headphones so you can hear all the, the shit that he's saying. Because, like, a lot of the shit Black Thought will spit will go right over your fucking head. I did listen to his new album that came out. So this is the new one, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, all bars, dude. This, mm-hmm. I love this thing. It's, like, what, eight tracks? Yeah, so, yeah nine yeah, tracks. Yeah. Eight, nine. Yeah. And this opening track really kind of struck a chord with me, too, because it's called Fentanyl, which is a huge thing going on right now. We've talked about it on the podcast what Mac Miller died from. Um, it's what wow, Prince and Michael Jackson died, died from. from. A lot of people. Um, a couple people I know. It's just, and personally. this song is literally called Fentanyl, and it's it's a, it's just about like uh, the youth being fucked up on drugs, and and uh, I like the uh, Black Thought's always got a message, man. It's always something real deep and something awesome. So if you're like a, a head, a hip hop head, you're gonna absolutely love this album, and I can't wait to see what he does past this. I wonder if he'll do another Roots album, or if he'll just keep going with these streams of thought. I but. hope so. I hope he keeps doing this too. Do it both. Pause this and uh, yeah. So those are uh, that's the something old, something new segment. But I did want to touch on the rest of the albums that we listened to this week too, though, because I did listen to a bunch of other shit. Quick thing I want to throw back. Quick thing I want to throw back. Go back. Going back to the Travis Scott show. I forgot to mention this. Guess who his DJ was? Who? Take Keith. Who? (laughs) Take Keith, producer. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I, I recognize the title. Take no, fucking yeah, niggas yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sweet. So that's his DJ. That's pretty. That was sweet. the DJ for the show. Yeah, I was like, that's this is dope. Sweet. I love when there's a nice, a good, uh, good DJ for the show. <laughs> makes a uh, make everything sound a little bit better. I just wanted to throw that in there, but yeah. So, um. All the yeah. So the other honorable to. mentions for the new uh, shit that we listened to this week that I wanted to mention is Big Crit put out another EP. So he put out. Didn't three, listen the to first it, yeah. one was three songs, and it was called Thrice. This one's called Double Down, and it's two songs. <laughs> so that makes sense. I don't know why he's just Is dropping he's going to do a little... single next and just call, dude, like... That, that's a, everyone's doing this shit with, yeah. like... Uh, it was funny, dude. I was listening to the documentary by The Game at work right. the other day, and then I was listening to some other old debut albums that were, like, 10-plus years old, 
and all of them are like 15 to 20 tracks. <laughs> and now it's like all this shit is so short. But um, but anyways, Big Crit's a killer. So he's one of my favorite lyricists and producers. I, I like I I always have an like a lot of respect and admiration for hip hop artists that also produce their own music. Makes uh yeah makes everything a lot more authentic. Makes me as a music fan appreciate them more. But uh, also, K. Trinata dropped a little EP. It's called Nothing Like You slash Chances EP. That's because those are the two songs that are on there. <laughs> and uh, then he's got some remixes of those on there as well. And then, actually, I'll save this one to the end because I, th- I feel like we're probably going to want to talk about it a little champions? bit. Yeah, champions. Yeah, champion, yeah champions are going to get a whole thing on yeah. it. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs, which I found a little bit underwhelming, bro. And here's why. Right. Here's why. I don't want to like trash it, it too right. hard. I think the production is phenomenal, and I think that he does the, really? his own production. I I loved the beats and stuff on it. Which uh. what fell short to me was the lo-fi effect he had on his voice on almost every fucking song. I was going to actually say the complete opposite. I don't like the I didn't like the production on that album. Oh, dude, I think it's like one of the best things production wise. I think it's his best and, album. Because Earl's almost in that. Like I think I told you this it's in smooth. person. Like Earl's almost like. In that Nas realm for me, where you're just amazing lyricist, but I just that beat selection mm. has never been that really like. I think that was only for Nas me. though in later years in his life because his early albums got some fucking sick production on them. Illmatic maybe. Illmatic's awesome. Fucking God's Plan's awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, God's 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 Son. God's, Son. Yeah. God's Plan. That's the Drake. No, song. like what was that? <laughs> I can. Yeah, I can was a great single. Dude, that yeah. that whole album for me is it's one of, actually that's gonna be one of my something olds in the future here because I love that album. Reminds me of high school. As far as my new stuff, uh, the only one oh shit, I, I didn't even ask you for your your something. <laughs> Wait, did we go through your something new? Uh, we didn't go through like the new stuff I listened to. No, though, did like, we go through your main something new? Yeah, yeah, we went to my. Yeah, we did it? something old, something new. Yeah, what it was, was your... Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh, yeah, we did we that. We did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah, the double bag. Remember? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but there was a couple. Oh, holy shit! I got to. I didn't want to touch a little bit on something. Something I listened to. It was more, more intriguing than anything. Uh, Serge Tannikin from System of a Down released like a soundtrack, like today. I guess because for some movie, Spit Tack. Uh, he so he did the whole soundtrack for the movie and everything like that. I checked it out. There's just to give you guys a heads up. There's no lyrics on it. It's just like all instrumental, but it's really good, like driving, like vibing music. It's like all like epic, like score production. I actually really liked it a lot. Where did my all the, the Sorry, only guys. only downside is everything's like two minute, like two minutes or less. So you go through it really quick, but. It's like 21 tracks, so you got a little bit of time with that. Dude, I honestly somehow just deleted my show notes for episode 15. Oh, this guy. We're going to have to wing it. You got to get that stuff back? Uh, I don't have an iPhone, pimp. Oh, so what? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Um, We got to hop in DeLorean. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. That is not good at all. That's crazy. Well, darn, guys. Um, yeah, go keep talking about the ones that you. I gotta find this. I one. did listen to a little bit of Dummy Boy. I'm not even gonna lie to you, even though I know Neil is totally against Rainbow Bright. Oh yeah, <laughs> stupid ass music. I listened to a little bit. It, it was alright. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, I think it. Uh, it was like neck and neck with Travis Scott for sales, but you know, Travis Scott's album came out what back in August. So it got a little bit of time. August third. Yeah. Yeah, because it came out the same day as Swimming and uh, YG's album came out that same day. Uh, oh yeah. What was the name of YG's album? Stay Dangerous. Stay yeah, dangerous. yeah, yeah. Really uh, little ready. baby. I don't. I haven't listened to him, but it's my name I've been hearing a lot lately. That's actually what I'm going to probably backtrack on this week. 
wonder how you get to the recently delete. Can we pause the podcast for a second? We have to pause it for a we hot We can't second. pause it. Yeah, we can. This is live. Well, the video's live, bro. Yeah, well, we can pause the video too. Well, we. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to because I got. I've literally everything I wanted to talk about on this episode is in the note that I just deleted on accident. Ah, uh, snizzle. So, quick pause for you guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> Why is that stopping? Uh, you gotta press the square. Lost the whole fucking show plan. Bro, you dropped the <laughs> ball on that one. Dude, I produced this thing on my I produced the show on my <laughs> phone. They really shouldn't make the delete on your notes app a, a one press button thing that's super close to where you touch everything. What I would do <laughs> next time, what I would do, like every time, and like maybe because I got a, I got an Android, you got an iPhone though, yeah. but you, every note I type in gets backed up to my Gmail. Ooh, that's a good idea. Which I is do that. amazing. So every I like when sure. I like write songs and stuff like that, everything I like you know don't finish or whatever gets backed up to my Gmail account. Mm-hmm. So I'm like cool. Oh man, that's crazy. What's that Drake line? He's like, if you find a BlackBerry with the sides froze, <laughs> sell that motherfucker Ooh, to any bu- rapper boy. that I know because you'll need it way much more than I ever will. I got new shit. I'm getting better still. Oh, that's a great line. That was a great line. Oh, Drizzy bars. Although it could have been written by someone else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yeah, we were in the middle of talking about the new albums that we were listening to, and um, we were in the middle of talking about Earl Sweatshirts, some rap. We were songs. talking about Dummy Boy, actually. Oh, Dummy Boy, yeah. We I were talking about. <laughs> I, I honestly like for me, it's just some shit that like if you're gonna dumb yourself down to listen to bullshit music, that's fine, that's your prerogative. But that Sprite shit White. is trash, bro. There is so much shit out there that is great, and like. To even be able to be like, oh, there's some stuff just, on there. There's some cool songs on there. Yeah, well, there's also some shit that has way better music on there I mean, where it's not a guy screaming into a microphone for fucking 10 tracks or whatever the fuck it is. God, I hate that shit. So it's so a live stream. I'm <laughs> it's just uh, terrible, bro. What I, I hope bro. it makes, some, I hope it makes some, his family some money, though, because you're never going to hear him from him musically again. He's going to be in jail for the rest of his My life. My man, the hate on Takashi 69 is He's ridiculous. He's trash, bro. He's trash. <laughs> Play stupid games, win the only stupid thing prizes. I'm not a fan. Just don't like DJ Academics dick rising that much. That's hey, that, DJ it, Academics yeah, too I really trash. I, I said this before and I'll say it again. I don't understand his credibility in hip hop. Yeah, it's whack. I, I really don't. I don't get how he got his position. I really don't don't get like where he's at right it's now. It's because of the gaming world. He got into <laughs> I, really, I think he got popular on Twitch or some shit. I think that's what it was. That's the move. But um, yeah. So I didn't listen to Dummy Boy, and I'm not going to. I never will. Shit is trash. <laughs> I can't wait for that guy to go away forever. Not, I didn't mean that in the jail sense. Like I, I, I never want someone to get locked up for good. But uh, did you check out the scheme? Because I, I actually do like Ski Master the Slump God, though. I, I, no, I actually, I've been like, I, I keep, Stokely. I keep, it's been it's uh, a lot of people have been out. talking about it and saying that it's really good. So I wanted to check that. No, because he's actually no, don't like one of those things is like weird people with weird names. I always usually stay away from sometimes, but until. I listened to XSX Tansion for the first time, and I was like, okay, he's actually kind of dope. I'm going to lie to you. I but. saw Ski Mask get interviewed on, I'm pretty sure it was him, on um, Peter Rosenberg's Open Late um, a while back, and I liked him. I liked his personality and shit. Some of those guys, like no, some of the new rappers, when you catch you him ever on an seen interview, that? you're like, damn, this guy is so boring. You ever <laughs> seen that movie uh, with Kyle in it? No, you party. told me about it before. Yeah, though, Ski yeah. Mask guy was in there for a minute. He's in there. There's a he's lot of cameos for, by there's rappers. A, there's a ridiculous amount of cameos in there, but yeah, he's in there for a little bit. Charlemagne actually introduced him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Charlemagne's got like a best-selling book out right now. Or he something. does. Shout out to Charlemagne. Cool. I'm not a huge Charlemagne guy because I've always been a Peter Rosenberg fan. How he interviews people is just intense. I do like that about him. I, like, I do like that's the no nonsense. Like I like that even someone with he the cuts out the bullshit. Like, I like it. 
even someone went to the caliber of Birdman, he'll just like he doesn't care. He's yeah, like, like I honestly, because I used to criticize Charlotte Man a lot, yeah, like too. Breakfast Club back in the day, and now I'm, you know, now like I'm getting into stuff like this more now. You know, when I went to school for journalism and everything like that, I was mm-hmm. like, dude, yeah, that's actually he's I'm the only one that keeps the Breakfast Club together though, because I think Envy's fucking boring to listen to. Like he doesn't really have for like yeah. too much of a, you know, yeah, well, I don't know. People probably think I'm boring. Who knows? Not, not not everyone is for everyone. Different strokes for different no, folks. I definitely, I definitely, some people out there probably think we're boring. Yeah. I, I can see that. Who cares? But we're not. We the, we're the most poppinest podcast in the Metro Detroit area. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <are>. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. So we're we just not saying that numbers don't lie. <laughs> All right. Let's see some other ones that I had some honorable mentions for the week. Um, the Funk Hunters Typecast, which is a real dancey album. Uh, Evanoff Live, which I think is going, might be my something new next week. Evanoff is a band that I was fortunate enough to meet oh, at Electric man. Forest, um, and they were super cool guys, and we really liked their set. So right. they put out a live album of all their cuts and shit. They're a pretty small touring act right now. Um, rapper Dot Demo has another album out called Nah for Real. Who I got to shout out nah, Alex real. Birch for sending or showing me him originally. He sent me the song called Roberto Clemente by him. That's super super dope. Um and then Cautious Clay, Blood Type, Toki Monster, Toki Monster, and then uh, the ones <laughs> I, that I hadn't didn't have time to get to is the 1975. I just like I just like that name, Toki Monster. Toki Monster. She's pretty sweet. She's actually got a really cool story too. Um, really? Actually, let me see if I can pull it up on Apple Music. Toki because they, they have a little bit about her. You ever? She's done songs with like rap artists that we like. Like she'll have them featured on there. She's had Joey Perp, Isaiah Rashad. She's had uh, Anderson Pop. That's like uh, you reminds me. You you remember you know that K-pop group that's really popular, BTS. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of uh, the one dude in there, Rapmon. Every time when I hear that. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if I can read your story off. Um, they usually her story, like her backstory. Yeah, they usually like they have. I forget how you find it. They usually have like that thing where you they could they they had it when I looked it up originally. I uh, I can't find it. But she's got like a really interesting story. She was like debilit like had like a debilitating disease where she had to like learn how to relearn how to like walk and talk and all Damn, that. So and all that it's shit. like a muscular like different. No way. Muscular is like dystrophy is like your let's see shit breaking if down, I can. but. I'll look it up on my computer on her Wikipedia while we're talking about some other stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, the other ones that I wanted to get to was the Odessa album in 1975. I didn't have a chance to listen to them yet this week. Um, is there any other new ones before we go back to Meek Mill a little bit? Like new ones that already came out or new ones yeah, coming out? new ones that you listen to that you enjoy that you thought deserved mentioning. No, no. not really. <laughs> Actually, I just think about it. Fair there's nobody. I, I mean, there's people I missed and I didn't listen to, but I've already mentioned them. Like I was gone out to, uh, yeah, I was talking about like the little baby album. I see him like I see him getting popular, so mm-hmm. I haven't really made. I haven't. I don't have a judgment on him yet because I never really listened to him. But you know, I see him getting popular. Victor Oladipo. I want to see that from the Indiana Pacers. He just put out a project. Dude, I saw that. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, here I found it real quick. Let me just read this off real quick about Toki Monster. So uh, her real name is Jennifer Lee, and it said Lee was diagnosed with myoma disease. Not sure what that is. Myoma, uh, M-O-Y-A-M-O-Y-A. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but myoma disease in late 2015. After undergoing two surgeries, Lee stated that she had briefly lost language and comprehension skills. Um, once these were regained, Lee eventually began to work on her latest album, Loon Rouge, which is what I listen to, despite not being able to fully understand music. Damn. She has stated that this album was the most 
personal piece of work due to her previous uh, mentioned circumstances and hardships during the uh, time that she was dealing with that disease. So shout out to her, man. That's awesome. That's, That's really a cool story. Big. I wish we had like some sound like bites so we can just put like claps right there. Dude, I'm working. I'm, I'm gonna get the we royalty. Get I'm gonna get the royalty free soundboard. We got the studio now. We got we got our shit engineer now. Next is to get the soundboard and uh, keep it rolling from there. But um, roller, let's not waste roller, any more roller. time. Let's talk about a little bit about Meek Mill's championships. Did you enjoy it? Yes. I thought it was. Yes, I did a lot. Actually. I'll say it's my favorite Meek Mill album. For sure. It had the worst intro for Meek Mill, though, for an album. Well, just compared no, see, to, like, the other albums he's had. It's a dope intro. It's just... But it's consistently the best Meek Mill album, like, it, from start to finish right. to me. It's a dope intro. It's just it's it's over not Phil like, Collins in the air It's night. not Dreams and Nightmares. It's not Lord Knows. It's it's not those two. He probably really. feels a lot of pressure to make a dope intro now. Dude, yeah, he would. Nightmares. <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares is... That's, that's probably the best intro that's of, like... That's popular song, and it's an intro. Yeah. It's probably, like, the best intro of... That's probably the best hint, intro hip-hop to me in, like, 10 years. That's just sweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, I enjoyed the album. I'm not going to go through every song and talk about it. It's 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 19 tracks. I really enjoyed it. Songs. My question yeah. about it, though, is what the fuck was the budget for that album? Oh, because, Jesus Christ, shit. the features are ridiculous. Fe- Phil Collins in the air of the night, he's probably paying 100% of samples. to Phil Collins for that because it's not like they just sampled it, like they used the song. Yeah, you know um, how, I mean, that's like the whole thing with Lucid Dreams with uh, Juice World. Mm-hmm. You heard, yeah, you know about that, the yeah. Sting thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then 85%. Geez. Yeah, which is, that's that's nice. That's still giving him a little bit of it because, like, when you're using the whole fucking song, like, that's their shit, you know? Like, yeah. might make your shit pop. But he, all right, so not only did he have the Phil Collins there in the night, he had Biggie's What's Beef. He had a, oh, yeah. And he had a Jay Z flip. I think it might have been Politics as Usual, one of the Jay Z Reasonable Doubt tracks. And then he also had a fucking Mob Deep flip on there. And he might have let Jay Z might let that one ride for a minute. Maybe. Though. Well, Meek is, or he is on the album. Yeah, Jay Z's verse. Is Jay Z managed by uh, Rock Nation? I know he's under Maybach Music Group. I don't know if he's under Rock Nation. He Ooh. might be managed by Jay- Rock Nation. Meek Mill, you mean? Meek Mill, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, not, yeah, not Jay-Z, obviously. He was know. originally with T.I. He was with Grand Hustle, and then he was with, now he's with um, MMG, Maybach Music. Because I noticed, like, uh, like for instance, Big Sean. Big Sean ha- is managed by Rock Nation. Oh, but, he you know, he's, by him. He's signed with, you know, Kanye, obviously, mm-hmm. but, yeah. We never even really talked about the beer, by the way. This is actually really good. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did not talk about the beer. Yeah, yeah so... It has like a really good like coconut like feel to it. You can definitely taste it like probably in the yeast. Speaking I mean, of which, can I, I get just, another one, my friend? Yeah, sir. So I really wish I had an actual pint glass to show you guys. And your like, bottle opener. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, we need that. Um, but no, so I, and that led me to another topic inside this topic though of the champions is sampling versus flipping a song and the difference between the two. And I think just to briefly explain it, I think sampling to me should be more about taking either a song that's like not popular and recognizable to a lot to the masses or just using a small a sampling a small section out of the song a small little piece with these with flipping which is a lot of the songs that you hear on this like the what's beef one the uh, Phil Collins in the air of the night one it's almost like identical to the original song and then just putting original lyrics over the top or he's rapping over it. And I don't know if I like I don't like flip songs that are flipped that much. Remember when Nas flipped his own song? Which one did he, he do? He flipped that on? Thief Steamed for Hip Hop Is Dead. Damn, you're right. Yeah, did. that is dope. That is a baller ass move, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sample my own shit. Or you, or it could be like J Cole and J Cole used the Forbidden Fruit beat, played it backwards, and that's why we have neighbors. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's not that. The beat for neighbors is forbidden yeah. fruit backwards. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. But anyway, shout out to Meek Mill. I think he made his best album. It's definitely getting a lot of. It's gonna be probably the number one album in the country. I bet after this week. Soon. Very soon. Yep. But um, yeah, that's all I had for. Oh, big announcement for us Michigan peoples and uh, festival goers like myself. Electric Forest, the festival I've attended for the last six years in a row. It just dropped their uh, lineup, and there is quite a few. Let me pull up the um, Nick. Are you guys on it, dude? They're, they, next year. I say, bro, they could easily, <laughs> they could easily, easily, easily get on that shit because I've seen some bands there that are not very good. <laughs> Electric, hold on. I think um, yeah, not very good, and. There's a lot of like that's my like, that's the reason I still go because for the most part the lineup is generally the same. You know what I mean? Like there's certain bands that are bands and acts that like are on the festival circuit every year and a lot of those end up back on almost every single lineup. They usually change like they'll usually change like the main main headliners. Right. But even those for Electric Forest it's like a really like it's it's a string cheese festival. String, string cheese plays cheese three festival. nights in a row. Um, Bass Nectar is also a resident there now, so he's going to be playing every year. Um, they did, it, it's been for the last couple years, they changed it to two weekends, but this weekend they brought it back down to one weekend. Um, and tickets go on sale to the general public tomorrow, which I've got to get my shit like super duper early because it's going to sell out fast. I've actually never been to Electric Forest, dude. It's a lot of fun, man. It's Here's, like I, my favorite festival, and not because the lineup is crazy. But it's more about the experience and the people and the community. That's of exactly it. why I don't go. I'm I'm not a fan of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I I get it, dude. But like honestly, my I've been to so many concerts in my life, so many concerts. I've seen so many bands and acts that I want to see. That my favorite part and most enjoyable part of Electric Forest is walking around and checking out the shit that I'm unfamiliar with. Because me and the Muster Brothers will go in early and we'll just walk around and see what's good. Must have done I'll read off the a little bit of the lineup. I, hope I don't to get you. sued for that. What <laughs> I was, you said the Mustard Brothers. I'm like Mustard on the beat, ho. Mustard's a little tech. He was there a couple years ago, actually. Um, where is your lineup? Yeah, so they got on. So they have four main headliners, one for each day. Odessa's on Thursday, Kygo's on Friday, Bass Nectar's on Saturday, and Zed's Dead is on Sunday. String they're Cheese playing, plays uh, three nights in a row. They're playing at Masonic Temple, by the way, this month. Who is? Zed's dead. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I won't read off the whole lineup. I'll just read off the ones that I'm interested in seeing, um, which is Odessa, String Cheese, Claude Von Stroke, Grammatic, Lettuce, STS9, T-Pain. Yeah, T-Pain in the motherfucking forest. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be wild. <laughs> T-Pain is so sick. Fun. Dude, yeah. he's super sick live, by the way. He can sing like yeah, a, a motherfucker. I heard T-Pain is crazy dude. live. Yeah, he's great. Uh, the Floozies, the Floozies, Tierra Wack is there. Oh God, I might go. You know how much I love Tierra Wack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toki Monster, who we just talked about, is there. Twiddle, Boombox, Cautious Clay, who we talked about a little earlier. Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. Pigeons playing ping pong, who are so dope live. Saba, who's got one of my. I like Saba. He's in my top five albums of the year, by the way. Uh, Spafford, Talk, the Funk Hunters, and then. I don't know what to expect out of this one, but there's this DJ called Nth Power. Is it a, is it a DJ or a band? I, I'm not really familiar with him, but it's called Earth, Wind, and Power. Earth, Wind, so and I'm power. thinking they're going to be doing like a all Earth, Wind, and Fire set type of deal because that would be amazing. Um, You're missing and fire and heart, and you have Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet. 
He's the hero. <laughs> I remember that shit. I, I remember. Jenkins you know they're making a movie out of that, yeah, and Leonardo DiCaprio's directing it. Directing it? You know, because Leonardo DiCaprio is like a really big person, like on oh, the, yeah. in the uh, environment, like what do you call it, like the Which seems global little, warming world. Seems a little weird to me because don't you always see him out on like fucking big yachts and shit, like partying with like like chicks that are half his age and shit. Must be nice. Like I'm just saying, like <laughs> I'm thinking them yachts are probably dumping no, a lot he, of shit into the ocean. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It might be some Tesla power. No, but shit. yo, shut up. I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit. I love the Arctic Cabrios, but I'm no, like, it might be. You know, no man, it could be like a solar power yacht. It could be like some Tesla. He got the money to figure out some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a couple of well-known musicians came out talking shit about the genre of music that they are involved in, Uh-oh. and I wanted to know your opinion on it. No, I agree with both of them actually. Uh-oh. Here we go. Um, Will I Am said called hip hop low hanging fruit. And he said it in the context of back in the day, it used to be something where you'd see your art, your rock hymns and your KRSs and these lyrical masterminds where you're like, shit, I can't do that. You're like, man, these guys are nuts. But now you see your Takashis and your fucking these bad babies. You see that shit's popular and you're like, oh, this is why there's like an oversaturation of hip hop because I could do that. You see them doing it like, oh, I could definitely do that. I could write that song in five seconds. So he was saying that's why he thinks it's like so oversaturated with shitty music because that's who people are aspiring to be is these shitty musicians, not like the KRSs and the and the Kendricks of the world. I guess if you related it to this generation, the Kendricks of the world, the J. Coles of the world. Um so I, I agree with him when he says that. I, I do. I agree with him. What do you think about it? I'm indifferent. Yeah. I'm very indifferent to it. So it's, you got to think about it. It was a lot harder on that time because they didn't really have the internet to get them big. So it was like all off street cred and stuff like that. Like in this digital age, you got like the digital aspect. Like they didn't have streaming services. Like people, you know, SoundCloud changed the game. It really did. Like because people, that plus, you know, you got like free software, like, you know, like uh, stuff like, you know, not Logic, not like Cubase or anything like that, but like, what's the uh, audacity? Was audacity is like the free engineering software you can just download. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff like changed the game. Like people can kind of just record their so, like when people could start recording themselves in their own house without paying for studio time. Yeah. that changed the game. That's crazy. However, relating it back to the original question, like, do you think it's low hanging fruit? A little bit because people see like. You know, like people like say like a you know like a Takashi Six Nine, somebody like fitting that image. Like, oh man, if that guy can do it, you know anybody can do mm-hmm. it. That's kind of how it was like back when like rock stars back in the day. If you really think about yep. it, like, everybody wanted to pick up a guitar, everybody wanted to play like an instrument because they see all these guys and stuff like that, and like all these like hair bands from back in the eighties. Bro, that's or a perfect segue. That, like into the yeah, other like, one. That's a, a perfect thing. segue. <laughs> so a lot of people that think about that, like, so yeah, that's why I'm saying like you know hip hop is like the new number one genre in the world. Yeah, and that's. So, a Perfect segue into that's the why, second person. And that's why I think Will I Am said it's low hanging fruit because every you know, since it's so popular, everybody wants to do it. Yep. Not not saying everybody can do it, obviously, but everybody right. wants to do it. Everybody wants to give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, there's people shit. If I have like a <laughs> like a lot of people hit me up like, hey man, I want to collab with you on a song. Never heard them on anything ever right. in my oh, life. Oh yeah, for sure. So I can't really, you know, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, more power to you and everything like that, but and that that segues right into the next person that I was going to talk about, which is Adam Levine from Maroon Five, Uh-oh. who came out with a statement saying rock and roll is dead. And that's another statement that I sort Nick, I of feel agree like you with. Want, I and, feel like you got some some fee- opinion on this one. Well, rock and oh, roll will never die. It'll never die. <laughs> no. no, it'll never die. But I, I think 
if you put it in the context which I think he was getting at, I agree with him. In the it used to be rock and roll was the most popular genre. Hip hop totally overtook that as it yeah. got popular throughout the nineties and two thousands. Um Absolutely. and if you think about it, there isn't a lot of great rock bands that are out there um staying together because a lot of people have figured out that the way to make money is to do it yourself. So you got a lot of people that are producing there's still rock music out there for sure, but a lot of people are doing it on their own. And then if it gets successful enough, they'll bring it to a band or whatever. And um, I think it's because people are figuring out that it's like hard to make money. And plus, we got differences of opinions in a band, so it's like a lot harder of a thing to keep working. But um, in the grand scheme of things, there's definitely still people making rock music, and there's definitely still bands, especially on like the festival circuit. There's I mean, yeah, amazing bands on the festival. Rock and roll is not going away anytime soon. It's not I mean, going away, but it's not know, as but popular. I see where he's coming from. I, I see what he's coming I, I see from. Exactly where he's coming yeah. from. However, rock and roll is not going away. I think what it ne- I think it just needs a resurgence. It just needs like people still want to hear it. It's just that they're gonna acclimate to whatever you're here. What's fed to you the most, I guess. And right now. Hip hop's being fed to us more than any other genre. Like every Friday when I log onto my phone and see the new albums that came out that week, it's overwhelmingly hip hop. I mean, you gotta think about even like the clothing brands, like some you know companies like Supreme and stuff like that. They you know mm-hmm. they appeal to that hip hop crowd, like because you know that's like that generation, like because it's targeting like my you know our generation and younger, obviously. Mm-hmm. So and those these people grew up on hip hop. Right. So you know, obviously that's going to be the more popular genre. Right. They didn't grow up on like those, you know, the eighties hair bands. Right. They didn't grow up on like the nineties grunge scene or anything right. like that. So yeah, hip hop, you know, kind of took over that stuff because it, yeah, yeah, it really did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and, and you know, what's funny too. I think there's a whole lot of people like you and I too. And where we grew up on a little bit of both because it came kind of yeah. really popular in the nineties. So like, obviously we came with like, I, I started with like soul music and Motown and shit. And then I was into rock music because that was what was popping in the '90s. Your Nirvana's, Offspring's, all that shit. And then hip hop is like as soon as that was pop, like my cousin showed me Biggie and Bone Thugs. Uh, See um, you at the crossroads. Yeah, uh, yeah, and when I was in like fifth grade, and then I was like, oh shit, there's this music now too. So I think there's a lot of people that love both. I think we just need more people to be making rock. I don't know Nick Nick over here who's sitting in the corner <laughs> on his computer. He makes rock music both in his band and in his, his solo. Well, his solo music's a little more jazzy and bluesy, but and a little funky too. But his band definitely makes rock music. But it's I think it'd be more like you guys are more eclectic of a sound. It's not just straight rock and roll all the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes you guys make stuff that sounds a little bluegrass, sometimes you make stuff that sounds a little funk like driven, you know, like so sound always is evolving and I will attest to the what you said as um, it, it is harder to be in a band and being in a five piece band I can tell you is really tough you know we try we, we practice once a week at the least you know and playing shows so it, it just uh, yeah and then you have all these scheduling man yeah the personality scheduling yeah mm-hmm. um, so that's huge you are creative right. differences is a big and deal especially when I can sit back there on this computer and make music myself I mm-hmm. can make a beat I can put bass to it I can do it all myself um, but um, fads come and go, just like True. fashion, you know? True. And yep. so rock and roll's not dead. It's only going to evolve, and it's going to come back in full swing at some point. I think I so, too. I guarantee you, because... I hope so. Because, especially in the world that we live in, there's so much stimulus going on constantly. Right. Constantly. So people are just, like, overstimulated, mm-hmm. and eventually you get overstimulated with genres, too. Um, and... Like a disco. Doing that, I... 
I've gone through hip hop fads, not fads. Uh, we'll call it just like era. phases. Era, or, yeah, uh, like, where I would listen to you guys talked about Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. and, and Wu Tang. Like man, that was my jam. I mm-hmm. used to in the Outcast. I used to rock. Right. Oh, yeah. And I still do on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've listened to just straight folk and bluegrass. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm constantly cycling through genres that I. That's how I am too. Because you get not sick of it. It's just you like want something different. Mm-hmm. So I mean, one thing Adam about Levine, it. Sorry. Uh, you're good. You're last, good. You're good. As the last point, Adam Levine's probably just saying that because he's been playing nothing but like pop. Oh yeah. Rock music. I hit mean, his now. band's rock is super Room dead. Five. <laughs> yeah. so, Room Five is such like a. They're such a they're, like a specific. yeah. They're they're, like a, they have like a very poppy. They're like, like a sponge. They have bro. like they their own like popular and they have their own their kind of poppy lane that they go to poppy lane. But they, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan to be honest with you. From like, I liked their <laughs> first album. Everything after that seems yeah, very I'm a, like I'm a huge fan. Songs about Jane was pretty stuff, cool. Right, you know, it's in the early that song was also all about weed. I'm pretty sure songs but about Jane. He's probably just sick of it, and that's why he said that. Yeah, rock and roll's not dead, and it'll yeah. never die. Yeah, you can't kill a legend. I don't even know the context in which he said it either. Right. I just yeah, it was just so. kind of there, so it's kind of hard pro- to uh, and obviously like headlines like with like clickbait like is which is like the most popular thing on the internet is clickbait. They'll just sensationalize a headline so you click on it and then it's really once you start reading the article, it's nothing that serious. You're like, oh sweet, well thanks for making me click this stupid shit. <laughs> I hate when you click on an article that makes you go through like a series of pages to get the whole thing. It'll like write like a paragraph and then you gotta click next page. And it'll take you through some more ads. Then you got to read the next. Like, I don't want to do all that shit. It's clickbait yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like, they get paid off of those views and stuff, Oh, too. for like, sure. Of course. Are, it was exactly like, like they'll say, like, a hat caption. Like, somebody says this, but, you know, like, the headline could be completely out of caps or out of context. Mm-hmm. So that's when, like, oh, maybe you want to read this? I'm like, oh, you know, now I know what's going on here. Yep. Yeah. Um, Another quick. What about, oh, well, I was about Go to ahead. say a touch just to touch on that topic a little bit. Another thing too, like you know, you still have like hip hop rock fusions. You still have like fusions with other genres, oh, like, for sure. stuff like that. Like that's one thing. Oh, that's, that's like, super. That's what, and I feel like You're that's what segues. Of rock, course you say like that. The I'm just saying, like, you see that, like, people can segue between genres mm-hmm. because of those fusions. Like, I, we're, I know we talked about this on I think either the last podcast, a couple podcasts ago, like, Run DMC and uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith back in the day. Yep. Or even, like, Beastie Boys' whole sound was kind of, like, rock. Well, look how popular like that yeah. is with, like, artists like Danny Brown, Denzel Curry, all these dudes. Danny Brown, yeah, Danny Brown has, like, that EDM, that's like, like, EDM, like, type stuff. XSX Tantion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they've got like they're like the new age of rock stars. Like that's what they, that shit is, kind of. Like now, I was talking about like I, was, I went back and listened to Question Mark album actually a couple weeks ago, or not a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, and I was just looking like this dude has, and it and honestly, low key, it really sucks that he died because his dude literally did every fucking genre of yeah. <laughs> like every main genre. On that album, they all he even look- had like a, a song in Spanish. I'm like, they all want to look like rock stars too. They're all growing their hair out long, dying it crazy colors, wearing like leather pants yeah. with no shirt on on stage and shit. Like they're all like they obviously are influenced it by it. So I think yeah. it'll come back around. Uh, no, it's it's yeah. That, I mean, you know, Rock Kim had that jazz influence. Everything. Yeah. I mean, everything comes back around full circle. Like there, no no genre is really dead. To Speaking me. of come back around, one quick announcement. This is probably only exciting to me because I was a huge fan in the early 90s. I don't know if I really want to say Spice this. Spice Girls? 
Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reunion tour is going down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, I, got with, a, uh, I got an announcement about that today. With Bare Naked Ladies opening. <laughs> Correct me up, though, dude, because I definitely had Fairweather Johnson. I swear I thought you were about to say Spice Girls. Was, oh, they're man. going back oh, they're, on tour. I think too. that's a thing, too. They're going back on tour without, uh, without Beckham's Beckham. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Which she don't need it, so she's good. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> um... Let's see. Since we're already starting to run a little long, I'm gonna s- we're gonna roll the ad lib segment that we were talking about last week into next week and get to our other segment that's gonna be a staple on our podcast, the positive funny news segment. I love this. Where each one of me and E Man each read off a positive news article that we saw of the week and a funny one. You wanna kick it off? You want me to kick it off? I'll let you kick it off. All right. So wanna do Start funny or positive. Positive. positive? I just saw an article today. The dark web, the dark interweb, you know, like fucking silk was it Silk Road like type shit like back in the day. Yeah, but no, Reminds the dark web has unanimously banned sales of fentanyl. That's awesome, huge, huge, huge. <laughs> like that is you know, I, like with you know, like Mac Miller's death and yeah. like a couple other people. We like, even play that even song people right close now? like to uh, like people close to me have overdosed on shit like that. Same like, here. Me too. That's a yeah, same yeah. Like it's it's a huge deal for that to happen. Like. You know, you you can kind of be a piece of shit, but at least you're collectively like, hey, we're not this big of a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <We're not this laughs> the dark web will definitely show you murders and all kinds of rapes and all that, but they're not going to sell you fentanyl yeah, anymore. I mean, you can <laughs> you can order a hit from somebody on the dark web, but hey, you can't order somebody from fentanyl. Like, like no, we don't do that. Oh, that's hilarious. As a side note that has nothing to do with fentanyl. I was playing at Detroit Shipping Company last night. Shout out Detroit Shipping Company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick's got a residency. Dude, I was there. actually first, first Wednesday of every month. Not there, but I was actually in that area because the Astro World concert. Yeah. Okay. We, well, me and my friend, we walked by it. I was like, oh man, we should go there after the bar. And then I didn't know you guys were playing there, so shit. Well, right. So I, uh, I always throw "Who Says" by John Mayer into my sets. Who says? Because I can't get stoned. So I'm playing that song as two cops walk in. Nice. Which was hilarious. I was like, who says they can't get stoned I was, after I was done? Michigan police. That's pretty funny. That reminds me of uh, when I got photobombed by a cop in New Orleans. <laughs> nice. So there's a photo of me like on my on Instagram, on my social media, where when I was in New Orleans on a bachelor party, I... Had a hand grenade and a cigar in my mouth, so I'm like, that's like straight up public intoxication. I was just taking a fucking selfie, and I didn't notice this till the next morning. There is a cop on a horse just looking at me like, <laughs> uh, highlight of my ear right there. All right, uh, what's your uh, positive story, my friend? So my positive news story, um, which I'm not going to talk a ton about, but it's just it's. Interesting, because it's something we've talked about on the podcast and something that I'll be doing in January. And it's about, um, it says, this health tech, Christina Farr, um, decided to take a break from all social media. And in result, it made her a lot happier as a person. Yeah. And you can find this article on CNBC. um, And it's a long article. I don't want to read it all down. But it literally just kind of details all the positive things that happened in her life. Uh, socially, like actually socially, actually talking to people. Right. Once you stop using your, you're not staring at your phone all the time at social media. So, um, man, it's on CSNBC. It's from uh, December third. If you or yeah, December third. Uh, her name is Christina Farr. So if you just look up her name, you'll find it. It's it's really crazy though. Like all the stuff like that's happened in her life, and she details it pretty well. So it was really cool. I thought it was interesting to 
to see and uh, inspiring to me to continue to use my phone less. I got them. You know how like on the new, or you have uh, Android, don't you? Right. On the new update on the uh, iPhone, you can see like how you're spending your time on your phone. It'll show you like oh, where you're dangerous. spending all your time, <laughs> and it's crazy like how much it'll show you like how much time on social media you're doing in a week. So, it, so it, what it, I've done, and you can put is, time limits on it too, so it's cool. It's to limit my social media, like I brought it back last night. I brought my Snapchat back for the Astro World concert last night, and you know just because I got the brew kit. Mm-hmm. But what I've done, I actually deleted Facebook from my phone. I only have it on my computer for you know like shit like this, obviously. So it's limit my usage on Facebook. Like I notice I don't post that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I still use pretty frequently just because of the podcast. So, I be just because of what we do, we have to have social media, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, it makes it my life's, and I know a lot of people's other lives so much easier because you don't have to, you know, focus on like, you know, this little screen in front of you mm-hmm. all the time. And I actually was watching, um, actually, a couple hours ago, I was watching, and this kind of relates to it. I was watching the Truman Show. Dude. So God, that's such a good <laughs> fucking movie. Truman I've been show, watching a lot of movies too, man. Truman Show shot up to one probably one of my favorite movies of all time, and I really just kind of realized it. You know how he's like his whole life is in front of a you know his whole yeah. life as a TV show. Yeah. That's kind of what social media is if you really think about it. Like you're you know you're posting these things. For imaginary likes to people, just you know, just to get some kind of recognition, yeah, or some, some kind of, of credit, very it, small just, validation. Like there is no, yeah. I mean, you're just getting validation from other Once people you stop for about like, pointless that. shit. And like, I saw like an interesting. Well, I can't remember. The, I keep just paraphrasing, but it was something about like your perception of me doesn't equate to my self worth. Something I like along that. those lines. I like that. Quote. That's 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 not the exact quote, but it was something like that that I saw. I forget. I can't even remember who posted it. You see so much shit on the internet now. It's like I don't remember who posted it. Shout out to whoever did post that. No. But um, yeah, I, I was like, damn, that's that's a good point, dude. Like, I don't need your validation to know that how I feel about myself. Yeah, it really is, and that's why. And that kind of you know relates to that movie, like especially in modern day times, man. It's just like. You see people like you know Instagram models and shit, and people doing like crazy ass shit. Like people, no, the best is like my favorite. My favorite person in the world to watch on Snapchat is the girl at the club. Like, oh who's, man, like she's having a good time the whole time. Just, hey, or at the concert where they're fucking on Snapchat or Instagram oh, the, the whole con- oh, show. I hate, like, yo, this I man is five feet from your face. That is the one of my biggest pet peeves <laughs> yeah. in the world. People who Snapchat whole fucking concerts. Not to mention, they have like 12 anyone snap watching streak it, it in the world. Like shit. Back, con- it's awful. <laughs> I had like, I think, no, I can't talk because I did the Travis Scott concert. But I, I mean, was like, I only had like take, four. I usually take one small video and I'll take one photo and that's it. That's what I limit myself to. Because if, if you're just paying attention to your phone, what's the point of going to the fucking Travis show? Scott concert was a little bit different because I had, you know, they had the roller coasters on there. So I did yeah. like three or four of yeah, that, that. But, you know, I didn't do the whole concert. Too. Yeah. Like, and there's like a couple people. There's a couple people I've deleted off Snapchat just mm-hmm. because, like, they Snapchat whole concerts. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get why. Like, this person, you know, live in the moment. Like, this is happening right in front of you right now. You don't need this, like, screen to get validation from other people. Like, oh, yeah, that shit looks tight, man. No, you don't I need agree. that. No. I agree, my friend. Um, so what was your funny news article of the week? <laughs> so Local 4 and uh, I think the – not the Metro Times. What was this? The Free Press. The Free Press actually posted this. Oh, okay. So are you guys familiar with Blue Mountain State? Yeah, the TV show. Yes. It was like it ran shortly on uh what station was that couple, on? Yeah, like four seasons, I think. Did four, it? Four, on Spike. Yeah. And it oh, was on Spike TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that and it had a movie. 
Did they really? Yeah, get, maybe for, I just and the movie's on Netflix. The TV. I think yeah, the show got pulled. Didn't like the, Denise Richards play like a little small? Denise part Richards there, played yeah. the coach's wife. Yeah, yes. she was. She's still a smoke show, isn't she? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Charlie her. Sheen's ex-wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Doing a lot. She better got than, on that uh, one. She got on that one really well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there was a couple high school students from Michigan. I forgot the exact city. They did the uh, Oreo cookie race. Oh, I heard about this. So what they did is shove an Oreo cookie into their butt and run the length of a football field with, you know, 100 yards. And, you know, if it fell out, that person had to eat it. Oh, they, li- God. they literally That's did. Disgusting. They literally copied the episode, the first episode of Blue Bomb State from That's disgusting. St- from, co- from verbatim, bro. Yeah. They got a lot of trouble <laughs> for that, didn't they? I think they. Get, I don't know how long they got suspended for, but I want to say I heard like the coach got in trouble for that or something. I bet he did. Yeah. I, was it? Or, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if the coach knew about it or anything. Probably. I hope not. Be like some. Oh, speaking of coaches, you saw uh, Urban Myers retiring. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, Urban Myers retired. Urban he Meyer. stepped down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck him. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I just saw that. Speaking of which, but yeah. that's completely unrelated to my funny story. That actually is a funny story. Urban Meyer retired. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, mine's ridiculous, man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> just the headline alone will make you laugh. Of course, it happened in Florida, bro. Florida is like the Florida most fucked up state to play. <laughs> bro. Florida woman pulled knife on man who complained about her farts is the headline. <laughs> so here we go. A Florida woman faces an aggravated assault charge after authorities say she passed gas in a line at a dollar store and then pulled a knife on a man who complained about it. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Citing a Broward Sheriff's Office report, the Miami Herald reports that 37-year-old Shaneda Yvette Wilson passed uh, she gas. She had to be a Shaneda. Oh, yeah. Passed gas God, while waiting in line it. at a Dollar she General Sunday night and was upset by her nearby customer. The reports say that it offended a customer and Wilson oh, then got into no. an argument. You rip ass in front of me? <laughs> in a reference to the defendant <laughs> farting loudly. It says Wilson then pulled a small folding knife out of her purse and told the victim she was going to gut him while moving bro, 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 hold on, hold on. as to attack him. Yeah, yeah. Your ass stank, you get the shank. <laughs> Your ass stank, you get the shank. <laughs> it said Wilson was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon uh, without intent to kill. It is unclear if she has a lawyer. God, that's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> the you pass gas and you get to stab <laughs> That's hilarious. So that's part of our new segment that we did, uh, that we just started this week, actually, because we didn't do it last week. We talked about it last week, but no, we didn't do it last week. It was week. funny as hell. That's sweet, man. Um, shout out to us for com- becoming a little more organized, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I guess from there is some stuff I just wanted to mention. Um... One that Anderson Pock killed it on SNL last week. He was on SNL last Didn't Saturday. Actually, brought yeah, out Kendrick. It was, it was dope, pretty though. dope. He did uh, tints with Kendrick. Brought him out. He was playing drums, and then Kendrick came out, and that was sweet. Um, and then he did "Who Are You," that Dr. Dre single, which he had a sweet like synchronized dance with this like these crazy lights going on and shit. So that was cool. Um, a couple of podcasts that are started. Well, one started. One is starting. That I thought were worth mentioning is Conan O'Brien has a podcast right now called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And it's just him interviewing different celebrities. (laughs) He's like, he starts it off with like, I've I've interviewed so many celebrities uh, over the years, but I've never really became friends with any of them. Let's see if I can sit down with some of them now and become friends. 
And I listened to two of them so far. They were funny. I listened to one with Bill Burr, comedian Bill Burr on there, Burr. and that was hilarious. He was just on uh, Hot Ones, by the way, too. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Oh, and FS for Family Season two, uh, 3 just came out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Bill Burr. Yeah. FS for, uh, yeah. for Family is his animated show on Netflix. Um, but Bill Burr and Conan are hilarious together. And then I also listened to one with Will Ferrell, which was fucking hilarious. Oh, Conan and Will Ferrell are great, and Will Ferrell was just talk- are giving so much admiration and respect to Conan, too. Um but that segues me into the next uh, podcast, which is Will Ferrell has another podcast coming out. Oh God. But it's as Ron Burgundy. So the podcast is going to be like he's going to be Doug. acting as <laughs> Ron Burgundy for the podcast, interviewing people, which sounds kind of fucking hilarious. Did I don't you? know if it'll last. Like, I don't know how long that could be good for, but it, that sounds did, funny. Did you hear the Will Ferrell movie rumor that came out with which him one? and Kanye? Him and Kanye. Oh, wait, no. A while back. So Will Ferrell, apparently, it was a rumor that Will Ferrell was playing Kanye West in a Kanye West biopic. <laughs> I'm just That's hilarious. You know how perfect that is in a way? I think Will Ferrell's also on record saying that Kanye was a total douchebag the time that like they met him on SNL and shit or something it like that. It wasn't SNL. It was on the set of oh, Second oh. Anchorman. And it was because, it was. so, no, I, I know exactly that story. Yeah. So. He said he wasn't. It wasn't a douche. He was saying that Kanye was. Uh, he wasn't paying attention or something like that to like the calls or whatever because he was always he was had his, always had his phone on him mm-hmm. because he. I guess I think it was around the time. I think it was Yeezus was that album. So he kept listening to his own album like pretty much That's the whole time. That's what it was. He wanted to yeah. make everyone listen to his. Yeah, album. Yeah, he made everybody listen people. to his album. Think, That's what it was. Yeah, it was Yeezus. It was Yeezus yeah, around Jesus. that time. Yeah, which is when Kanye started to go off the deep end a little bit. I mean. I love Kanye West. I won't ever say anything bad about him. Like I can't. I can't. Um, okay, there's only a couple more things that I wanted to speak about, and it's that I watched a couple of super dope action flicks on Netflix that I thought were worth mentioning. Both of them are foreign. Um, the first one's called Train to Basan, and it is. I've heard of it. Um, I haven't watched it though. It's a zombie apocalypse movie. That takes place in Korea. So if you can get over reading Korean subtitles, it's one of the dopest zombie flicks I've seen in a long time, dude. The zombies look crazy. It's super action-packed and super fun. Um, Then the other one that I watched, which is even more action-packed, was called The Raid Redemption. And that one is in Indonesia. So uh, that's also foreign film. And... It's literally about like a SWAT team entering this king drug kingpin's apartment complex that he lives in the top floor, and it's all about them like working their way up and just like beating the shit out of all his guys on the way up. Jesus. So it's like a bunch of sweet ass martial arts sequences and sweet ass fight scenes. So I thought those were both a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then the last thing I have on my thing is that Ricky Williams. I just saw him on ESPN today is starting a new f- – uh, well, actually, not just Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, Terrell Owens. There's actually 50 – I feel like we should start – I'm going to say, like, Ricky Williams and, you know, the day weed is legal in Michigan. Yeah, makes That's kind of hand in hand right there, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so him and, like, 50 other N- former NFL players are starting their own football league. and it's Good. Called, it's called the Freedom Football League, and he said I'll people – the first one watching that. He, he was saying on it that um, so if you need weed uh, – well, because the guy asked him, obviously, but he's like, if you need use weed to heal your bones, go for it. He's like, if you want to protest, you can protest. It's so not it's even like, like to heal your bones, man. I just feel like just fucking covered, like with, with CTE and shit like that just going on, man. It just helps. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And you don't have to and get I, addicted to pills and shit. For you know, sure. And, oh, um, 
want to talk about the NFL right now, man. The whole yeah, fucking. No, I, I'm, I'm almost done with the it, whole dude. After Kareem the, Hunt thing, man. Bro, Jesus Christ. That makes me want to be done with the NFL. You're not going to sign Colin Kaepernick. Like, no, I mean, you can't. You can't totally put. I get. You can't totally put that on the NFL, like the Kareem Hunt thing, just because Kareem Hunt lied to them about it. No, but that's, didn't do any investigation. But, but also, he lied. it just yeah. it just makes you know that there's totally collusion and a witch hunt against Colin Kaepernick. Because if not, they would have retired. Did Colin Kaepernick still in the NFL with the Redskins. Yeah. So the Redskins, yeah. both two, they they talked their, about their it. Their starting and quarterback Gruden. and yeah. their backup quarterback both broke their legs, right? Yeah. And then Mark Sanchez comes in. He's a disaster. They get a new quarterback, or they're searching for a new quarterback, and end up getting this guy who has multiple, multiple uh, domestic violence charges against him. Stuff that's still pending. I think that he hasn't even gone to court for, and like. Like that, like that, just it's just so silly to me. You're gonna sign a guy like that, and he hasn't thrown a fucking ball since 2011, and his record was 0 and five. His name is something. I swear to God, it was like it's like Jason Johnson or something like super lily white, like the the most basic name ever. Hmm. No, yeah. So the Redskins. First of all, the Redskins are a fuck franchise in the first place because their name is the Redskins, and they won't change it because technically, you know, technically it's a. it's not a trademark, right. so anybody can use it. But and, and this team What's, though is five hundred. They're still in the race for the playoffs, and they sign a guy who's zero five in the league as his career. He's only played five games, lost all five, and he hasn't thrown a football in the NFL since two thousand eleven. That's nuts, right? That's nuts. So I'm pretty much done. Cool, with cool, the Lions right. suck anyway. Josh not Johnson. Josh Johnson. The guy's name is fucking Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. <laughs> but um. You know, it's funny. You said the whitest name ever. This dude's black. <laughs> this dude's black. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. This dude is black. Anyways, as, like, this dude is black as hell. <laughs> this dude is black as hell. Shot black quarterbacks in the league, yo. So, so many of them. But yeah, you got to think about this from this point. I, I get, you know, the Colin Kaepernick thing. I'm pissed. I'm a little You know, I'm pissed off about that, too, because there's way better quarterbacks. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is way better quarterback than most, most of the Second string quarterbacks in the league. Here's the thing. Once you sue the NFL, that is a death shot. Well, yeah, but like it's it's still like it's still, dude. I don't know. It's trash to me. Once you sue the NFL, that is a death shot. So don't get me wrong. Like from you know from me, my personal like views and standpoint. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick's fucking robbed. Like he like you know he he never really he she should be still in the league. Mm -hmm. He should be somebody's quarterback. But from a business standpoint, from the NFL, you got to think about it like this way: you got your fucking ticket holders that you know that are, are anti Colin Kaepernick, and then you got like the people who protest in the league because you know Colin Kaepernick's not playing. So who do you want to who do you want to piss off more? Right. So I mean, not to piss off more. Who do you want to keep happy more? You yeah. want to keep your ticket holders that are already fucking there and stuff like that. Not only that, Colin Kaepernick is also still in the NFL, like I just said. It's not. The, so it, it's like, I mean, it's no question yeah. to me though that the NFL is just a fucking no. Yeah, I mean, they totally owners, no, They of, totally blackballed him. Yeah, yeah, they really sure. did. I 100 percent agree. Blackballed is a good term to put on that one. That's a good pun for that one. Ah, uh, that wasn't even a pun. <laughs> it's true though. But yeah. Um, oh yeah. That also, I just wanted to mention. To that um, I just made my Apple Music account public, so if you go on and follow me, Neil N E I L underscore Richter R I C H T E R, you're able to access the playlists that I have made, and I've here? made some pretty sweet playlists so Am far. I on of one course of them? you are. Uh, of course, <laughs> actually you are. You're on my hip hop playlist. Is Nick on one of them? Is that Nick's casual? On, that casuals on them. Yeah, for sure. Nick, <laughs> Nick doesn't have any music on the social media uh, sites yeah, yet. Not yet. But um, also I'm working on I'm working on making like I I constantly make playlists. I have like a select 
like 10 on Apple and 10 on Tidal. I pay for both for whatever reason just because there's exclusive shit. I actually am probably going to get Spotify back solely for the fact that, like, because our podcast on there is a little bit Yeah, we on there. Not only that, do you know you can actually get Spotify, because I'm an Xbox player, you can actually play Spotify while playing video games on the Xbox. Mm, which that's cool. you can do on PlayStation. I encourage you to get right? Apple, though, because if you have Apple and you follow each other, you can literally not only see each other's playlists, but you can see what they've been listening to most recently. Can you do and that? And for me, it's cool. I've got like some friends like that are into like some shit that are way different than me, and it's cool to see what they're listening to. And you, can't that do that on, you can't do that with Spotify? I'm sure you can, but uh, I don't have Spotify. Well... That's the only one I don't pay for. I, say, I feel there. like you could do that. With, I know, if, heck, I know you could do that with Spotify. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, you, you definitely can. The only thing yeah. I listen to on Spotify though is Joe Budden's podcast, and I don't. You don't need to pay for the. You don't have to have the premium to listen to his podcast. So I know that that's actually really cool. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So follow, uh, follow me on Apple Music. Follow me and Eman on social media. I am nrichter518 on Instagram. He is I hate Eman Bates. Exactly how it sounds. I hate him. E M A N B A T E S I H A T E. Yep. And then also, and then if you're please. a fan of our podcast, subscribe. Go on Spotify, Spotify on Apple, Apple on SoundCloud, SoundCloud YouTube, uh, Facebook. I and mean, you can't subscribe on Facebook, but yeah, you, you know. can. Can you like our page? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, like our page. <laughs> like I don't our page. use Facebook anymore, so I don't know the yeah, answer. So I, I tagged the link for you know, the Beats and Brews page and everything like that. So yeah, we're definitely there for yeah, sure. That's cool. Um. And then I guess I would say, oh, I wanted to, do you have anything else before I have the the final question of the podcast? No. Nope. What's our closing song, by the way? Because I got something What's if you don't have song? it. No, I don't have anything. What do you want to play? Ooh, okay. I'll, I'll look it up and uh, get it queued up right now. I got you. So, uh, local artist, actually, she formerly with uh, Speak Mahogany Reyes. She went her uh, solo route. They actually released What's, her single called Frankenstein. R-E-Y-A-S, I believe. R-E-Y-A-S. A-S? Is actually, she on the you, you met, Yeah, you met her uh, when we were at the Speak Mahogany show last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. She just put her single out. That Speak Mahogany show was fucking Speak Mah- sweet, Yeah, shout out to Speak Mahogany. Those guys. Yeah, yeah, super yeah. young cats. and all those guys. And yeah, Emery and all those guys. Yeah, they're dope. Is she on social media? Or should I go on YouTube? It's on, it's on SoundCloud. No, no, no. She's on, she's on Spotify and Apple, too, I think. Let me look that bad boy Reyes. up real quick. R-E-Y-S. I think that's Sophia you... Reyes? No, that ain't no. it. I'll go on YouTube. I can get it on YouTube, probably. Yeah, you can go. I know for sure it's on YouTube. YouTube. Oh man, I'm so excited that we're back in the studio, dude. It's dude, so much nicer. It is it feels so, so sick. Um, R E Y A S. You said? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm looking Reyes. it up right now just to confirm that. Came should have came a little bit prepared. Let me. Do you know the? Yeah, I got you. Hold on, I got you. The name of a song or something. Um. No, yeah, well, he's looking that up. I guess I'll leave you. This is the question that I want to leave you with before we play this. And all of my questions at the end are going to be sort of trolly. Just like I said last week, Anderson is Anderson Pock the new, or our generation, Stevie Wonder. This week, I'm, and I know people are going to get upset, but you really have to think about it in the quantity of amazing shit that came out this year. Is 2018 the greatest year ever for hip-hop? No. <laughs> we'll we'll no. deep dive into it. We'll deep dive into it next week. But it's no. a very arguable statement. It is arguable. Very arguable but statement. No. There are certain years back in the nineties, there was a lot of dope projects, right? But a lot of them didn't come out in the exact uh, there was like a handful in the same year, but 2018 had just when I was trying to put my f- top fifty list together, I was like, God damn hip hop. That's been a great year for music in general. <laughs> yeah, for, me. for sure. Like, that's. 
I mean, because you had like, I mean, even going back, if I want to put like other stuff, like Stone Sour album was fucking right. amazing. Uh, that you got, uh, who just put out an album this year too? Damn. Did you, Rock, did you know the name of that song by Che? Yeah, I got it queued up right here. Um, it's called Franken. It's called Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's on, yeah. yeah, you can go on SoundCloud real quick. It's there. Oh, it's on SoundCloud. Yeah. And it's on Spotify. It's on all social media, but well, SoundCloud, SoundCloud might be the easier route for us right is now. Is it Andreas or is it just Reyes? I think it's just Reyes. R e y a s. If it's not, search Reyes. Oops. And I think this might Ann Arbor. Would that be her? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see her. I don't think that's her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. her. Yep, that's her. Damn. All right, I so we're gonna. Right. This is yeah. Reyes. Her SoundCloud says she's from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So we'll go with that. This track is called Frankenstein. And as always, thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate yeah. every like, listen, share, comment, feedback that we get. So we appreciate you guys. And here is our closing track. So, hey, shout out to uh, Fundamental Sound Co. My man Taylor Greenshield. He actually engineered this. Mm. Taylor Greenshield, you know, who's the one who engineered Be Careful, Be Safe oh, on nice. my album Be Careful, yeah. Be Safe. Nice. I guarantee that's him on drums, too. In fact, I know it's him on drums. That's a nice jam, man. Frankenstein by Reyes. Man, I really like this song. Engineered by my man Taylor Greenshield. As we walk through the wooden doors, I 
made it through a whole podcast without taking a bathroom break. Ooh. Oh my god, that's an achievement in itself. And she been like, steel bladder. Make it through one podcast without going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the Pistons to get it together, by the way. Losing about like 20 plus points a game. What the fuck is going on? I watched that game. 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 Anyways, I'm gonna fade it out before the song ends. That was Frankenstein by Reyes. Shout out to her. That's really good. I'm gonna check into more of her shit. Uh, see you later. We'll see you next week.